Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah, there you are, traveler. Come inside and hang up your coat. Put your feet by the fire. And I shall bring you what you so desperately seek. Rude tales of magic. Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. When we last left off, our fugitive heroes, their heads packed to the brim with story-pertinent information, were headed to Danica Town, a city within a city where the rules of Ruleshaven daren't tread. They've made good progress, and we open in media res as they hurry through the shadows, racing against the dawn and its thousand children, people waking up and noticing them. Alright, everyone, serve right quick, over here! Yes! Coast is clear! Let's go! That's right, that's right! Dark right, maybe you don't scream so much. What? What? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes. Quick, behind this horse. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you hide behind a horse, a large horse. Uh, those of you with uh, animal speak, uh, or speak with animals, uh, you can tell that the horse is mute. Cordelia is still going to very, very quietly say, hello, horse. Uh, the horse is going to stomp its hoof, and in uh, in Morse code, it's going to... In Morse code, it's going to uh, uh, say, Conversation terrifies me. Please stop. I nod and steal off into the darkness. Uh, into the darkness you go. Joe, actually, I'm going to have you somewhat arbitrarily roll a d20. Lucky number 17. 17. Ooh. That means you have 17 minutes until the uh, the sunlight crests the, the horizon. And Ooh, dawn, the night killer, uh, uh, emerges. Let's go! Okay, we're right behind you. Yes. You're moving through the alleyways and uh, across the streets. You're hiding in shadows. You're hiding behind horses. Some of the horses can talk and they speak to you and it's lovely, but we cut away from that. Uh, uh, some of the, the peacekeepers in town, uh, you narrowly avoid them as you, you move through the shadows. You are getting closer and closer to Danica Town. Close, friends. Close. On my side. On my side. I'll lead the way. <laughs> Is he, isn't he good when he's sneaky? He really, he really shines when he gets to sneak with a purpose. Oh, here we go. Mr. <clears throat> Fry, your sneaking was so good, and uh, you're sort of like blazing a sneak trail for them through, uh, through shadow, uh, you know, around the garbage cans, uh, all taken out at the same time. This place is, uh, runs like a clock. Uh, you come up on, uh, you can now see the perimeter of Danica Town. Much like the Vatican in Rome, both of which exist in Cordelia, Danica Town is a walled city within a city. You can see over the 13-foot walls that the buildings of Danica Town are cramped and haphazard. 
They seem to have been built without any sort of code or familiarity with even physics. Ramshackle buildings of stone and brick and God, what is that, dirt, are stacked on top of each other precariously. The town city planner seems to have been a giant rummaging through a cabinet, throwing buildings back over its shoulder, letting them land where the fuck ever. Next to the doors is a sign which reads, No guards on duty. Enter at your own risk. As you approach, a loud groaning fills your ears as the door open from the inside. A voice shouts, Fuck this! I'm trying it! As a bearded human man, exactly 50, and making the most of the vest he seems committed to wearing, steps out. He takes a step out of the town and screams in agony, Oh, fuck! He takes 16 damage. He takes another step. No! 11 damage. One more. Fuck you! He takes 53 damage. He's dead before he hits the ground. A smoldering pile of bones and whatever else is inside of people. I've never looked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Whoa. Do you think he's okay? No, no, Cordelia, no. I, okay. Uh, She walks up and she puts two coins on his eyes and she starts walking right for those doors. Yeah, the doors are still open. Stirfry's rushing right up. He wants to be ahead of Cordelia um, just to get a lay of the land. So he like sort of rushes and tumbles under her long legs and sort of puts himself right in front of her foot and starts moving forward. Okay. Wait, wait, stay, stay careful. The thriftiest must lead the way here. (laughs) <laughs> okay, go ahead. Hey, thanks, Cordelia. I appreciate the vote of confidence. All right. <laughs> you all step through the great wooden doors. Welcome to Danica Town. I'll tell you what you see, but first I'll tell you how you feel. It feels like when you step out. So you've been taking a shower, right? Hot yeah. shower, a lot of steam in the room, doors yeah, closed. You open that door, you walk out. Oh, it's way cold out here, but it's a nice, it's nice. It's like a refreshing cold. You have stepped out of this, uh, there's sort of this sort of magic haze in Rollshaven that uh, it's like a refrigerator turning off. You didn't even notice it until you stepped out of it. Uh, you sort of emerge from this uh, sort of this uh, almost imperceptibly heavy uh, uh sort of heaviness, this dew, this humidity of magic that was uh, covering you. You step out of it into Danica Town. Inside, you see the town itself. A maze of buildings and cobblestone. Beheaded statues covered in generations of pigeon shit pose in Cordelian Imperial garb. A Blade Runner amount of city densely crowds the eye. It's moments before dawn, but the city is wide awake. Kids with various combinations of shoes chase a dog with a sword in the street. And to be clear, the dog is the one with the sword. (laughs) Guys in trench coats, smoking cigars, mill about, taking in the vegetable carts. An overturned wheelbarrow provides shade for a halfling-sized cockroach person and a scarf, reading a newspaper with the headline, Things Still Pretty Bad. The roach looks up at you. Hey, don't I know it. De Bonesby subconsciously clutches his uh, new bag closer to himself in the matter of, of uh, rolling up a, a window and locking the car door. Bello is going to call out in dog, Cool sword! Uh, the dog is going to uh, turn back to you, and with the sword in its mouth, it was carrying it in its mouth, it says, Thanks, bro! I stole it from these kids! Nice, dude! Ha <laughs> um, Albie is just, she walks up beside Cordelia, and she like gives her a little rub on her 
on her arm and says, like, how you doing? I I'm okay. I'm alright. <laughs> I don't know. I'm okay. I don't know. I, I feel a little... I just want to get out of here. I want to get out of this. I want to get out of here. I don't like Rules Haven. I just have... So, I have the most uncomfortable feeling here. I have no idea what's here, but... Look. Jenner told us we had to get out of here in two days. I feel... I have... I don't know. I'm just worried that it's worst case scenario in here and, you know, I don't know. I just feel like I'm going to get caught. Um, Albie squishes Cordelia's hand um, and she's looking around. I think this might be a good way through. If there's passage through Danica Town, they don't seem to be big on guards here. Well, why don't we find uh, Mr. Anatomy's friend, Little Pile, for more aid? Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hey, hey, Bello, Bello, look, look, I'm this statue's head now, huh? Look, I've, this statue has my head. <laughs> Sturf, Sturf, that statue's covered in poop, dude. <laughs> oh, oh no, my body is covered in poop. <laughs> no, oh, you're like I, touching it, though. Uh, uh, yeah, the back of it, I'm touching the back of it, it's, it's not really my body, I'm, I'm pretending. Yeah, no, no, I, I get it, dude, I, th- I just think you're kind of dirty. Like, like, get down from there. So this isn't this didn't entertain you. It entertained me, but also like I don't want to see you like touch a lot of poop. Uh, caveats are not the performer's favorite. Dude, what's gonna? Uh, dude, like like no joke. What happens if Hot Roddy sees you? If he in slow he's... motion, Hot Roddy's head begins to turn. <laughs> Five. Dude, seriously, four, seriously, like if you're I, gonna get off that three. statue, like. Like, Two. do it now, or I can't be held responsible for what's coming your way. It's just funny, though, I... Hot Roddy turns, he uh... takes you in, he takes a big breath, takes a gulp, and he says, Hey, looks like that statue's covered in even more shit! Start fighting the shit! <laughs> Roddy! He starts doing a little like... dance. I can't help myself, I love it! I'll be had lunge to cover his mouth. Um, but as he continues saying it, she's just sort of looking around to see if any effects were triggered. Yeah, nothing happens. Harry goes, yeah, I bet you want to touch my mouth. <laughs> Don't, all right, let's not reflect on that one. But, uh, th- that's right, I can, say, I can say shit, I can say fuck, I can say cock and balls, I can say it all. <laughs> wow, I'm really happy for you, man. Oh, uh, we can finally say cock and balls again. <laughs> cock and balls, ha <laughs> ha! Cock and balls, it's honestly kind of a relief. Yeah, you guys didn't know me ten years ago. I was going through a big cock and balls phase. Not surprised. Cock and um, balls. Cordelia is going to look around now that it... Is it dawn, actually? Sorry. Are we yes, the dawn to... has begun to break. The dawn has begun to break. Okay. Um, in that case, she's looking for a cafe that maybe they can duck into for a second while they, they figure out the plan. You see a little... Uh, uh, a charming little bistro built into the side of a big rock. It, uh, the name of this little bistro, it is just carved into it, and it's, uh, it's misspelled, is, uh, uh, Café Vegetable. <laughs> okay. Ooh! There's a little, uh, red and white awning out in the front, and there are, uh, there are some tables out front. Cordelia was skeptical, but given Albie's response, she, she's like, okay, and starts walking towards it. And then she walks into it, and then up to the counter, if there is one. Yeah, absolutely. So you walk in. There's a little ding-a-ling-a-ling of the bell. Um, uh, you walk into the door. There is a counter. This place was built into a rock, and it feels it. It's cold. It's uh, it's cold. It's dark. It gets uh, uh, there's a few like um, 
uh, there's still uh, one of my, one of my uh, lanterns in here, uh, providing a little bit of light, but it is, uh, you'd never guess that it's dawn outside, because in here, it's still pre-dawn. <laughs> it's, uh, there is a little counter, and uh, uh, a human uh, person with uh, long bangs that cover uh, one of their eyes uh, mm. looks at at you from over the counter and says, uh, can I help you? Yes, um, I would love a coffee, like a big one, and I would like to put it on the, the DeBonesby account. Certainly. A big coffee? Just your biggest coffee, I guess? Sure, I, we have five sizes. Can I have the biggest of the five? Sure. Biggest of the five is the fourth biggest size. Is that the one you want? <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me the fucking actual, what's the fifth biggest? Go fuck yourself. Okay, I'll take a go fuck yourself, and then I'll take a chocolate donut. All right! And then uh, they ring a little bell, and uh, uh, people pop up from behind the counter, uh, and uh, they say, Ta-da! Go fuck yourself! And they all pop down. Bello leans over the counter, and he says, "Uh, Excuse me, uh, what's the deal with that size? I feel like it's kind of, like, not allowed here, right? In rule saving? (laughs) Friend... We're not in Rules Haven. Huh? We're in a city huh? within the city. Uh, Newcomers, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, but we're supposed to be here. <laughs> be here or not supposed to be here, it doesn't matter. No rules here. I guess we're pretty new. We've been here for like four minutes. Oh, yeah, that's considered new here. And I imagine most places. Although I've never left, I can't. Oh, yeah, that's one of the rules. So we really can curse all we want. Yeah, you can curse all you want. Fuck, shit, piss, cock and balls. Cock and balls. Cock and balls is making a huge comeback. This is amazing. Hot Roddy's going to sort of pull you aside, Cordelia. and she's, I'm telling you, it's it's ripe for a comeback. And these things work in 10-year cycles. Cock and balls, you heard it here first. Hot Roddy, do not touch me. She steps Absolutely. back to the counter. <laughs> Honestly, very fair. Okay. Albie orders, uh, and she, she asks... Um, do you have, uh, do you have carrot bread here? Do we have carrot bread here? Yes. Uh, we got bread and we got carrots. I can mash the carrots into it? Um, okay. I was, you know, you're a vegetable cafe, so I was hoping that there were some, like, vegetarian delights here, maybe? (laughs) Do you do, like, do you do carrot toast? Oh, we have carrot toast. Sure, you just gotta ask for carrot toast. Okay. (laughs) Um, sure, yeah, yes, please. No, this is interesting. Carrot toast. We use carrot bread and we toast it. Do you want untoasted carrot? I just want the untoasted bread, please. (laughs) Oh, wow. You're really taking to this lawless town. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Stir Fry has found um, a table and he is trying to bring all the... He's going to different um, tables asking if there's spare chairs he can use so we can bring the spare chairs over the table so there's enough chairs for everyone at this table. He's also trying to like find like stray... Like, uh, cough, uh, stray, like, newspapers just sort of, like, save spots. Cool. You guys are the first ones in here, so that's a, a rousing success. All right. <laughs> All right so now Stiffer's sitting at the table, and he's waving at everyone to let them know that, I've got a spot for everyone. Hey, everyone, I've got a spot for us. Hello. I've Cordelia got waves back. Did you say got a spot for us, Cordelia? Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Sturf. Oh, hello, Bello. I've got a spot hey, for Sturf, everyone. Hey, Sturf, what's up, dude? Hey, not more chairs. I got a spot for everyone. A chair for all of us. <laughs> Bello turns back to the barista. Yeah. Oh, by the way, my name's Bello. Happy to hear it. What's your name? Oh, yeah, my name, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. My name is Peter Bogdanovich. No relation. 
to anyone. I have no family. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Pete. Oh. I was okay. gonna. Is this is Wait, what I gotta Peter. Be- me too. Yes. Fantastic. Perhaps we can be related. I don't, Peter, we just met. Can you okay. take it down a notch? I said perhaps, not we have to. Uh, Peter, this is my question. So, like, the rules, you're saying the rules don't apply here. No. But one of the rules is you can't leave here. Yes. But that, so, but that rule doesn't apply here. Doesn't apply here. It applies immediately outside of here, though. Uh-huh. So you walk out of here, mm-hmm. that rule applies to you. Oh. Well, not you, I should say, because you're not residents here. What about oh. the hotel oh. on the outside of Rules Haven? The jurisdiction in? Yeah, we were able to swear in there, but um, and that's it. That's the only thing we tried. Sort of a riverboat, uh, riverboat casino situation going on with that one. That's actually built into the side of Rules Haven, and there's an entrance uh, into it that you don't have to walk through the rest of the city to get there. So, sort of people can. Uh, uh, the rules are a little bit relaxed. That way tourists can come and visit oh. Rosehaven. So that's how you could, like, call okay. forth the power of a vacation god, for example. Yes, absolutely. If the, yeah, cool, cool, uh, cool. What a specific example to have pulled out of your ass. But yes, that is something you could do. I'm sorry. So are you are you waiting in line? Or, like, he's talking no, to Bello. No, 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 like, I'm serving. No, he's talking to Bello <laughs> right. as though he doesn't know Bello. He's just like... That's <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just... Uh, I don't, it, it, do rules not apply to ordering or... Fred. I'd like to order. No, no, I was just trying to, you know, learn about our new uh, neighborhood. You go ahead. Okay, thank you so much. Hello, um, Mr. Mr. Bogdanovich. I yes, would Peter. like... Yes, Peter. I would like to get um, a small half-calf cappuccino. Um, easy on the phone, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, perhaps we think a dusting of cinnamon. And then, mm, let's see. I think for a snack, I'd like to get... Um, I chopped off dick to the blood! Whoa! The uh, bones be. N- no. A chopped off dick dipped in blood, was that? No, 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 no. no, no I, want, I, I, want, I want biscotti! I want a chocolate-dipped biscotti! Okay. okay. Oh, that sounds good, actually. He's Can going to slowly... He was preparing something, and he slowly puts it away down behind the counter. He's like, all right, you, your funeral. I'm, I, I apologize. I, I, it, must, it must simply be the, the lawmancy um, shrugging off my shoulders. I felt so compelled for vulgarity. But I, I, it's a biscotti. Of course, of course. Everyone's first few hours here is... Uh, well, it, I understand, I understand. I have a question, um, Pete. Yes. Peter Bogdanovich is my name. Serving coffee and vegetable treats is my game. Yep. Um, uh, yes. I was wondering if there's a way to the next town through, um, Danica Town. What do you mean the next town? Or I guess just out of Rules Haven, really. Well, you're out of Rules Haven now. We're not in Rules Haven. Right, but is there a way to exit here? Let's say we don't want to be in Rules Haven anymore. Can't say and, I blame you. <laughs> and we want to move on, and we don't want to take Rules Haven on the way out. Oh, I see. Well, there's always up and over. Up and over. Up and over. There's. We have a catapult in town. You're welcome to leave that way. Oh. <laughs> hmm. And where does that, that could drop work. you? Well, I don't know. I've never. Uh, you see, I'm a resident of of uh, of Danica Town. 
Well, that's the thing. You're using the the narc name for it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. No, of course. Uh, how how would you know? This is Rule Shaven. Oh. Okay. Rule Shaven. Rules Shaven. No, Rule Shaven. Rule Shaven. R U L E S H A V E N. Spelled exactly the same as Rule Shaven. The rules have been shaven away. Sort of. This was the original name of the town. Oh. I'm curious why um, why Rules Haven came came around and um, messed up all your shit. Sure, sure. I mean, this was the town's original name before the empire fell. This was uh, uh, Danica Rules Shaven. Uh, you know, she had a dream to show a mountain who was boss. She achieved the dream by building a, a city on top of it. Oh wow! Cool. She sounds awesome. Beautiful. I mean, we love her. Yeah. We love her. Yeah. The statues of her, the heads keep falling off, but we love her. <laughs> uh, she built it. Empire fell. And then, you know, lawlessness and anarchy reigned. And it was mm-hmm, badass. Mm-hmm. But some people couldn't hang. So they started repurposing this very town into Rules Haven. Started as mostly a joke, but, you know, just some nerds shouting at everybody to follow the rules. And oh, boo hoo hoo. The rules give us structure and all sorts of crybaby shit. Until one morning... We woke up. And I say we, this is the royal we. They, they woke up and they found out that they would die if they left this section of town. I say we, of course, you know, it's them. I'm 14. The citizens of oh. Rule Shaven at the time, none of whom are currently alive. Cordelia wants to know, wait, <laughs> Cordelia will just say it. Um, do, was Danica a follower of um, or- Ordelia? No, an enemy of Ordelia. An enemy wow. of Ordelia. Mm-hmm. What's Ordelia's deal, Leah? <laughs> That's fun. Ordelia's deal, uh, she is a goddess of order and laws and rules and structure. Hmm. Hmm. Seems weird. Uh, Cordelia's been hovering, uh, standing by the counter, and then she decides this is a we'll bring it to you kind of place, and she goes and walks over and sits by stir fry and slings an arm around the back of his chair. Uh, DeBonesby kind of looks around for a second, and he's like, "Oh, it's a, oh, oh, I, I, it's a table, table, okay, yep." And 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 goes over there too. Um, Albie uh, walks up to Bello and sort of like looks behind her at the group, and then she says, "Um, so, so Hot Roddy said he was going to take us to Rules Haven, and he did. So I just was wondering how you feel about the fact that he's." Still here. Uh, because I don't want to like get in the way of a father-son thing. But he, yeah, um, the camera's gonna does... swing around really quickly to Hot Roddy, who is leaning over uh, and talking to De Bonesby and saying, "So shit, piss, come, <laughs> motherfucker, ass." And I don't mean the mule. And I'm gonna swing back to you guys. I'm just, you know. His energy isn't my favorite, and I, I and I feel like maybe he's uh, he attracts a lot of attention that I don't know that we can afford. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just I think that um, his energy is also not my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I th- I think we're on the same page about that. Um, I do feel like we really haven't had a moment's rest since we got here, so it's, it feels hard to, like, ditch him. No, I don't want to ditch him. I guess I just, I was sort of planning on just asking him what his, what his you know, long game was, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to, like, step on your toes. It doesn't really feel like it's my place. 
Okay. Okay. You don't have to kick him out or anything. I just I just wanted to check in with you. Yeah, because it, it kind of feels like you're telling me to kick him out. And, like, we've literally we've been, like, running through the streets in a panic. Like, there was, like, a, we, we killed that guy. And like, there's just been a lot going on, you know? Yeah. Like pretty, much since, like, pretty much since the moment he saved us from Brian Falk. We swing back now to Hot Roddy, who is, uh, he's got it one hand. Uh, he's doing, like, the okay sign. And the other, he's pointing an index. And he's just, like, <laughs> sticking it through the hole. And he's saying, coitus. <laughs> it's just that, um, I don't know. I'm sorry. He just, he keeps trying to bully me. And I'm worried that I'm going to do something that I regret. You know, I'm not fully in control of this rage thing. Oh, uh, I mean, I think as soon as we like feel like we have a moment's respite from that witch hunter, I, I, we'll probably go our separate ways once we get out of here. Um, but like, you know, even at Ulcer's place, it seemed like, you know, the heat was on. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I just wanted to check in. I promise I wasn't trying to kick him out right this second. Peter Bogdanovich brings you uh, all of your your coffees and your toasts. Oh, thank goodness. Even those ordered some. off screen. They're all, you all have your meals. Bella receives his plain tea. Yeah. Albie <laughs> tries to grab it all and then uh, and then nervously uh, shuffles off to the table. Oh, do you want to hand with that? No. Oh, okay, okay. But broiling and boiling sound similar. You're telling me they're very different? They are incredibly different. They, they, start, they start with B and end with an oiling, but the mechanics of what's actually happening to the food is completely different. And you're telling it's, me that oil's not necessary for either? N- not necessary. Though sometimes it does help. I mean, it, 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 it's... Oh, by the way, can I have a sip of your coffee? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Actually, what if I get a blank cup and you can pour a little bit so I have my own cup? Why didn't you just order a coffee? It's basically free. I didn't want a whole thing. I just wanted a little bit. I want it to be a little bit of yours. Okay, go get a cup. Okay. Can I have an empty cup, please? Yeah, sure. We'll bring you a blank cup. Yeah, thanks. I just wanted to have it. (laughs) He has no idea. I'll have some of your coffee. (laughs) I I don't think he cares. Well, if he does, I'll lie about it. Don't worry. I've gotten a lot better at lying. And maybe I can stop him with my super powerful bee ring or something. I've become... Cordelia, become more powerful by the day. She's going to sort of ruffle his head feathers in the way you'd ruffle the hair on a child that you were affectionate about. Cordelia, are you messing up my hair in front of Hot Roddy? <laughs> oh, Sorry. Wait, Pan yeah. over, hard zoom into Hot Roddy's <laughs> eyes. They narrow a little as he looks at Surfry. He notices. He doesn't say anything, though. But you know he saw. Back to you. Okay, Cordelia's gonna ask, so what are you talking about? What do you mean? You and Hot Roddy? Really? Oh, not like that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he is good looking. I just mean he's, he's like a cool guy. He, like, he appreciates me. He, like, gets, he, like, gets some of my... So, I love all of you guys, but, like, I do have a bit of a twisted sense of humor sometimes. And, like, yeah. I try to keep it under... <laughs> Under yeah. the table around it just for all of your benefit. But he sort of like, he sort of gets it. I like, he sort of gets some of my darker material. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a shitbag though. You oh that, yeah. Right? Awful yeah. dude. I'd kill him if asked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> you're looking at me very intensely. I'm not asking you to kill him. I think uh, that's, I think that's Bella's call. Yeah. Sure, for, yeah. Oh, oh, you yeah, should I'm actually just... ask Bella. Ask Bella. Oh, now, if, if, he, he knows he knows what I got on the table. And in the meantime, I might as well enjoy a good audience to my razor-sharp wit. Uh, Cordelia sort of, like, um, there's, like, a tingle up her spine, and she looks to the door of the cafe and just sort of realizes that she still is in danger and had gotten comfortable. You okay? I don't 
No, no, I don't know. Yeah, I'm fine. I just want to catapult out of here. I think that actually sounds kind of fun. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> I, I mean, we could, uh, I mean, wait. The door swings open and a man covered from head to foot in hair enters. Whoa. Shaggy, dark brown hair. He walks slowly towards the counter. Gives a nod. Peter Bogdanovich says, <laughs> the usual. Gives him a black coffee. The most badass version. Slides Dude. it over to him. How tall is he? He's fucking... He, he's 6'1". <laughs> Wait, Brenton, sorry, Whoa. real quick. Real quick. That is... So I just I just want to make sure. So that's that's coffee. It's got no milk. It's got no sugar. It's got. It's just like. Yeah. It's just the just the only coffee. like bosses order this shit. But like, what about like the intensity of the coffee? Like, does that have any sweetness or sort of like no the cutting of the? Oh. Absolutely nothing to cut it. You just take it. And what's more, you love it. Okay. Um. Okay. Bello's gonna Bello's gonna take a look and say, "Whoa, that's a big sweater." The man is going to turn to, you think, face you, but his face is also covered in hair. Sort of gives a little shrug, and you hear a... <laughs> Redson, how much of a Sasquatch is he? He is... Uh, he does not seem to have, like, the build of a Sasquatch. Um, okay, Cordelia still is, like... Uh, it, it, she's kind of wigged out. She's pretty interested, and so she stands up quickly and knocks her chair over, and then um, picks it back up and sits back down. Uh, DeBonesby leans over to whisper to Cordelia. Cordelia, now, you're really into coffee, right? Yeah, did you? Uh, Yes. And he he shows her his cappuccino and he says, would you call that light on the phone? Is that light? I feel like, I feel like it's regular. It kind of looks like full foam, but maybe, I don't know, Barista's no best, just... Okay, okay, I just, I didn't want to embarrass myself to complain, but we are spending my family fortune here. And that I feel you like just I... found out about, dude. Just drink the fucking coffee. So Stir Fry sees um, Cordelia's up and down, and he's like, oh, don't worry, don't worry, Cordelia. I'll, uh, I'll make it up, I'll, I'll, I'll engage this man in conversation. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, sir, sir. Uh, yeah, the man turns to you. Hey, pal, uh, just checking in. Me and my friends are in town looking for our friend Little Pile, wondering if you maybe know the lay of the land. Maybe we can find our friend Little Pile, plus my friend Cordelia's over there. Cordelia's just uh, looking at him, eyes bug wide. And DeBonesby has that permanently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, with his new eyes. <laughs> yeah, wait, the camera just like pans back and forth between the two. It's just push, 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 push. Uh, so we, uh, so. Bello and Cordelia, you're going to hear as the guy says, Sorry, bub, can't help you. Stirfry, oh. here's what you hear. Yeah, oh, my, oh. okay. Oh, take a chill, pill, friend. <laughs> What's your name, dude? I'm Bello. Bello, pleasure. My name's Mungo. <laughs> hey, Mungo. What's up, dude? Yeah, not a lot. What's up with you? Nothing. Uh, so... Okay, well, <laughs> thanks. Thanks no, for everything. But, okay, something is up with me. Something is oh, up with okay, me. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, there it is. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, the truth comes out. Cordelia's just going to say, hi. Oh, hello. Hey, Mungo, you ever met a Sasquatch before? No, I never. Oh, okay. <laughs> she sort of shakes her head, and she's like, of course. What, is, but what am I thinking? Cordelia's one, and she's really cool. Uh, Mungo is going to part 
his hair, <laughs> and you're gonna see the face of a dog. Right. This <laughs> and and that's say, why they're all barking. There are two little dots in Bellow's head, and they're starting to connect. Yeah, we let's zoom into Bellow's head. What do we see? <laughs> we see a vast blackness. Yeah. And then and then if and then we we like magnify times ten. <laughs> And then yeah, down yeah. there, zoom in, enhance, see, zoom in, yeah. enhance. <laughs> we see, we see a tiny little island. Uh huh. And on that island, we see two little coconuts. And then uh-huh. between those two little coconuts, uh, like a rope falls. <laughs> Just on top, <laughs> draping on top of each coconut. <laughs> All right, we zoom back out to Bello. <sighs> oh, you're like a dog. Cool. Yeah, Mungo responds, yeah, I'm believed to be a dog. Sick, dude. You seem like a good boy. Watch it. Oh, do you know Little Pile? Mm. Little Pile? Yeah. Yeah, he's probably, uh, honestly, probably drinking. Where? Oh, uh, probably one of the town's numerous pubs, but if I had to guess, the reverse cuckold. (laughs) The reverse cuckold. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Just in case, could you take it? The idea is it's somebody who cheats. What? Yeah, just real quick, could you take us on like a like a super fast uh, pub crawl so we check all of them? Sure. And he does. He takes you uh, 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 to the medium participator. He takes you to uh, uh, the tall observer. He <laughs> takes you to, uh, let's see, the uh, um, uh, the short bull. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> finally, and you know, you go in, you don't see anyone. You know, yeah, there's yeah, like, yeah. there's people moving about. It's bar shit. And then finally, he takes you to the reverse cuckold. When are we finally going to be able to order something at one of these? What's wrong with all of them? And why are you all still barking? And I didn't even get to finish my carrot toast. Why didn't you bring it? I don't know. You could have brought it in a doggy bag. <laughs> Mungo is going to look at you and say, But I said it in common. I said it in common. Fuck! I just know. I know. I can just tell. Oh, fuck. You fucking straight yeah, Cordelia, up got me. Cordelia does that thing where she sort of hits him with the back of her hand on his chest. Like, dude, come on. Oh, I, I know. I'm sorry. It was, it was low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Anyways, thanks so much, Mungo. Yeah, Mungo says, yeah, yeah, no problem. You are good. I, I am not kidding. You are on the thinnest ice right now. I just said good. You're good. That's, yeah. a, that's a compliment. And let's leave it there. We are. Yeah. And he chases his tail and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never uh, forget him. I'll be, uh, what kind of doors we got? We got this, uh, the, the swinging doors. Big wooden ass doors. Yeah, Ali wants to do one of those, like, cowboy, like, you, you, you swing the door open and you stand and you let the sun hit, like, illuminate your silhouette and then she walks in. As soon as you push those doors open, you're greeted with rivalry. Music is playing, the bar is packed, everyone has their drinks in the air, and they're singing! I wanna tear down this town, I wanna break every rule, break every rule. I wanna tear down this town. I wanna break every rule. Break every rule. And ding dong goes the bell. And they'll tear it down in hell. And they'll tear it up in heaven. As they quake in terror. Ding dong goes the bell. And they'll tear it down in hell. When we tear it down, they'll tear it down in hell.
goes quiet as a small child is placed on the bar. The patrons take their hats off and hold them to their chest as the boy throws down his crutches and sings. And then when I die and my spirit meets the sky, well, I will walk around in heaven with me head held high. I will look God in the eyes and this may come as no surprise, but I will grab him by his beard and make him beg forgiveness. They're not looking for your approval. They're happy just to be singing. Do you do that every time the door opens? <laughs> every time! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the guys, he just looks right at you. And he says, I'm sorry, it's huge of your party to all enter as a group. If you had done one by one, we would have been here for like 30 minutes. I do want to tell you what it is. I am personally super stoked to talk about this next podcast because this next podcast, they're friends of the show. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Critical Bits. What? Critical Bits? Tim, what are you talking about? Shh. Rest your weary head and listen to this. Critical Bits is a teenage superhero body horror actual play podcast set in the fictional town of Heavendale, where villains vastly outnumber heroes because most of the town's heroes were killed by a giant spider. Critical Bits stars Shelby Lee as neurotic overachiever Alex, Paul Byron as high school drug dealer Jerry, Shannon Strucci as teenage ex-villain Kim, and the show is run by GM Joel Ruiz, who sets the show's tone as a darkly funny satire taking place in a capitalist hellscape. New episodes every other Tuesday on all major platforms. There's fan art, a getting started guide, and more at criticalbitcast.com. And you can also find the show on Twitter at at criticalbitcast. They are on season three with around 60 episodes total in their backlog with tons of guest episodes including guest appearances from multiple Root Tales cast members. I'm, I'm one of those cast members. Baranson is one of those cast members. Joe is one of those cast members. Recently Carly is one of those cast members. This is huge and more to come uh, based on what we've talked about personally yeah most likely um these uh we love critical bits they are truly our friends of the show they are truly so nice and funny and cool and uh you just can't go wrong jumping into their insane world um so check out critical bits as soon as you can Hey, Carly. Oh, hey, Taylor. You're, uh, I know you. You're the producer on my show, uh, Rue Tales of Magic. Yeah, but I'm kind of having a down day. No. Yes. Well, yeah, tell me everything. 
Well, the thing is, I'm trying to get some work done, but my pencils, my food, and my coffee is just loose all over my table. Oh, no, and you have so many electronics. I know, it's terrible. It's just like pencils and food and coffee everywhere. There's no way to contain these things. Oh, you silly dear thing. There actually is a way to contain those things. Have you heard of mugs or cups or bowls? Hmm, I've heard about them, but go on. I'm going to make your life very easy. Just Finally. Go, just go to pottery.biz, that's B-I-Z, the fun way to spell business, and I think you're going to like what you see. Wow, I'm there now, and I do like what I see. There are some badass mugs here, some of which resemble the famous internet meme, Goatsy. Uh, there's these cool, like, devil face jugs. My favorite is the faceted ash cup. What's your favorite? I have my eyes on the sea bowls that look like little collections of puddles in a stream. Oh, these are cool. I, you know, I, this is, I'm looking at this now. This is owned by friend of the show, Joel Patton. This is his pottery store, pottery.biz. I should have led with that. Yes, it's Joel Patton's store. <laughs> That's you bearing the lead. And this is me scraping all my coffee and pencils into my new bowls. Amazing! And I bet you got free shipping on some of those items. On some of them, yes! Pottery.biz! <laughs> Clean your life up! Hi everyone, Joe from Rude Tales of Magic here. You might ask yourself, what do I do when I'm not playing fan-favorite character Bellow on the hit podcast Rude Tales of Magic? Now, imagine you didn't ask yourself that. You asked me. What I'd tell you in this scenario is that when I'm not recording the hit podcast, Rude Tales of Magic, I'm making incredible content for the Rude Tales of Magic Patreon. That's right, Patreon. By becoming a Patreon subscriber, you not only support the making of our hit podcast, Rude Tales of Magic, you also get access to all that amazing content I described earlier. From patron-only podcasts like our behind-the-scenes show, Rude Talks of Chatting, and one-shot games with the cast, to original show art you won't see anywhere else, there's cool new stuff popping up on our Patreon every week. Plus, subscribing gets you access to our private Rude Tales Discord server, where you can chat with other fans of the hit podcast, Rude Tales of Magic. And hey, maybe you'll even see me over there. So head to patreon.com slash magic today and become a patron, or you will, and I mean this, regret it for the rest of your life. Now, if we were talking in person, you would say, thank you, Joe, for this gift of knowledge. I owe you a life debt. And I would say, you're welcome. And we're back, but where are we? Allow me to set the scene for you. This is the Reverse Cuckold, Danica Town's closest tavern. So close that you're inside of it. The smell of whiskey, sawdust, and additional whiskey fills your noses, filling you with an illicit buzz. Don't worry, you're still good to drive. Rough men, hairy and rectangular, move freely in this place, each with their own tragedy of personal hygiene. A chandelier, made from the bones of an earlier chandelier, hangs from the high ceiling, providing minimal light. A large crab mans the bar. Behind it hangs a long, distorted funhouse mirror, cracked in too many places to count. Just kidding? It's actually 47. You should know not to trust me by now. A less discerning eye would assume the barrel chairs are some sort of design choice, but you know better than that. The only truly intentional design choice in this entire establishment is a large, ratty, threadbare tapestry depicting a desaturated drawing of a man throwing his horned cap into the river as he cheats on his wife. It's him. 
the reverse cuckold. And yes, the tapestry has full penetration. And now, LB is scanning the room looking for, uh, I guess she's just going to say, uh, is Little Pile here? A human, uh, a, a, a tall, thin human with a bandit mask uh, turns to you and says, I'm sorry, my name is not uh, Little Pile. Oh, um, that's okay. Do you know where Little Pile is? Probably here somewhere, somewhere. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, well, what does Little Pile look at? Look like? Of course, of course. A, a good question, yes, yes. Uh, can you make a... What's your passive perception? My pass, My passive perception is 13. You absolutely catch this guy. He was reaching for your bow staff. He's trying to pull it from your back. Um, Albie, uh, without breaking eye contact with him, uh, grabs his wrist. He His wrist, like, gives immediately. And she's just, like, still cheerful. Um... <laughs> Thinking that maybe Stir Fries tried this a few times when they first started hanging out together. Uh, she just holds his wrist firmly but gently and says, um, Yeah, if you could just tell me what he looks like or where we might find him, that would be great. Yeah, this guy gets a nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, she lets go of his wrist and she's just sort of like trying to like push. Like, she doesn't want to touch the blood, but she's just sort of, like, gesturing as if she was going to push it up into his nose. Yeah, he, uh, he panics. He goes, oh, please don't look at me. Uh, uh, uh theft is life. And he, he just sort of, like, grabs his face and, like, disappears into the crowd. Somewhere in Bellow's head, two different coconuts lie in the sand, and a rope falls between them, but just misses one of the coconuts. And he looks on, uh, without, uh, expressionless. <laughs> I can't wait for the one shot of like where this rope is coming from. <laughs> so it's another small bellow throwing ropes. <laughs> you nailed it in one. Uh, Cordelia's like two, eyes are he's like darting. two years older. Sorry, go ahead. Cordelia's eyes are darting around the bar looking for a place to throw away her huge cup that she'd been toting around from pub to pub, and also sort of desperately looking for a restroom. Fantastic. Um, so Cordelia, you're going to find both. The bar is big, and this is a uh, this whole pub. In fact, seems to be built around this bar. It is uh, it's being tended by one person. There's one bartender who seems to be a massive crab, big crab. We're talking a Maryland ass crab, just like behind the bar, moves back and forth, uh, delicately handling each. Uh, each beer stein with its like large claws. Uh, but the only thing that differentiates this from a, uh, a normal crab is that the end of its eye stalks are human, eye- large human eyes. Bellow's going to go up to that bar mm-hmm. and he's going to, he's going to motion. He's going to give the, a nod to the bartender. Uh, the bartender nods back. Yeah. Hey dude, uh, maybe you could help me. I'd love a beer. And then also I'm looking for my friend, little pile. Sure. The, uh, the crab nods and says, uh, My name is Rangoon. Hey, Rangoon, I'm Bellow. Yes. Rangoon is just like, while looking at you, like moving its claws around, one of its legs is going to uh, produce a, it's just sort of like holding a, uh, a full beer stein and just like slides it over to you. Stirfry's head just slowly rises from next to the bar, uh, staring at the beer. And he looks up at Bellow and goes, Hey, can I have a sip? I just want to, I just, I don't know which one I want yet, so can I have a sip and just see which one? See, 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 see if I like that one. Rangoon is going to slide a full beer over to you, Stir Fry. Sip on that, dude. So, Rangoon, any idea about that little pile fella? The pile brothers, they're always in here. Little pile, big pile, medium pile. 
I think he got a haircut since the last time I saw him. Do you know what he looks like? Sure, sure, yes. Uh, I always forget which one is which, but uh, uh, one of them is the biggest one. He got uh-huh. the least amount. Of, he has a beautiful haircut. One yeah. of them is the smallest one. He has a so shitty a haircut. And one okay. of them is a medium one. His haircut's normal in every way. Bello is starting to feel the effects of that plain tea he had. Yeah. And his eyes quickly dart around the room looking for a small person with a shitty haircut. Okay, fine. You very quickly, you uh, you do, you zero in. And using the caffeine, you just zoom right in. You don't even have to roll for it. You see uh, 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 a very, very small guy. He's got a terrible haircut. Bello, Bello, uh, Bello, like, uh, flips a coin, a gold coin at Rangoon and then heads, makes a beeline for that guy. Rangoon is going to knock the coin away onto the ground and say, ah, is a theft-based economy. Oh. The crowd parts and you just, like, zoom in, uh, on this guy and this very, uh, this very short man, uh, with, uh, awful haircut, just the worst haircut you can imagine. Uh, looks over at you and says, Yar, can I help you? Hey, dude, um, you wouldn't happen to be Little Pile, would you? He stands up on his chair. He goes, who's asking? My name's Bello. My friend Ulcer sent me. Ulcer, Ulcer, I don't know the name. Ulcer Anatomies? I don't know the last, if I didn't know the first name, the last name, the context is not going to help. Oh, well, I, maybe you knew him as Mr. Anatomies. No, I did Oh, fair, fair. Okay, fair to you yeah. there. Fair point, yeah. but no, I don't know an Ulcer Anatomies. He said you were his contact in Danica Town. Did he? What did he say? I don't remember verbatim. <laughs> fair enough. Perhaps you'd be looking for Little Pile. Uh, yeah, I thought you were Little Pile. I'm Big Pile. Oh, my dude, I am so sorry. Here you are, the book judge going only by covers. Yeah, you're, you know what? I, I am owned. Owned. Uh, Owned. Yeah, well, I'm sure I, I, I'm, you know, I, I bet it probably happens all the time. Rarely. Oh, well. Anyways, you're you know special. Where, yes, you know I where, do. I do. I know me, brother. Of course. No, but do you know where Little is? He's probably in here somewhere. People keep saying that, but like, <laughs> Bella, Bella, look, Bella, I don't Bella keep tabs his... on. This is an active bar. People are moving. It's fluid, baby. It's like the ocean. Bello whips his head around, looking for a smaller guy. Yeah, you find a gnome. This gnome okay. is completely, uh, uh, completely clean shaven. Any other small guys? Uh, yeah. There's a gnome. There's a uh, there's a dwarf. In here, and there is a, uh, um, there's actually, there's probably like four or five dwarves in here, and there are, uh, uh, there seem to be a few halflings, but the halflings are, like, moving about pretty quick. They're tough to, like, keep track of. Um, Bello points to the gnome and asks Big Pile, is that one of your brothers? No, you can tell because he's a different species than me. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Hmm. Oh, here, here, there's one of my brothers right there, and he points to a very large man with an excellent haircut. Maybe Rangoon is a bad judge of haircuts, and Bello walks over to that guy. You see a big guy over there with an excellent haircut. Oh, sweet. I'll go talk to him. Thanks, little pile. Yeah, no problem. Bello's going to walk over and introduce himself. Hey, I'm Bello. Ah, Bello. Bello. I hear you're one of the piles. Ah, that I am. That I am. Which pile be you? Ah, I be medium pile. Hmm, yes, okay, 
cool. Trying to keep this straight. Uh, have you seen your brother Little around? I've been. Uh, I've been Why? What business do you have with Little? His good friend uh, uh, Ulcer Anatomies thinks we should be working together. Ulcer Anatomies. I've heard of Ulcer Anatomies. Oh, cool. And there my information ends. Mm. <laughs> seen Little? Yeah, of course. Well, he's right here, and he steps to the side, and a medium man with medium hair uh, steps forward and says, Heard you've been talking shit. <laughs> Just the opposite. I've been talking gold. Oh, uh, well, I need to I need to confront me. So, been talking gold, have ye? Yeah. What of it? What of it? Well, we've been sent here to find you by Ulcer Anatomies. Ulcer Anatomies? Know him well. Yeah, he said you could help us. Yeah, uh, perhaps I can. What? How can I help you? We need to get out of Danica Town, and as non-residents, it, that's normally easy, but we need to not go back into Ruleshaven. Oh, I see, I see, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, two ways to do that. Uh, <laughs> one way is, you know, uh-huh. you could... Di- and now, you know, this is... I'm throwing them out there. You're not going to love this one. Maybe you okay. will. I don't know what makes you tick. You could die, and your spirit would go elsewhere. You wouldn't stick around here. We have, like, very specific rules about where we need to die, so that's going to be a non-starter. Most do. Sure, sure. Just th- tossing it out. T- you never yeah. know. It's actually Ulcer told us where we needed to die. Fun fun story. Fun, fun. Yeah, I'm laughing. Okay, you know, yeah. you cast a wide net, you catch a lot of fish. All right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. other way, we got this big catapult. I've heard, now I've heard about this catapult. I guess what I'm asking, and Ulcer seemed to think that you would be the guy to know, like, is there any non-catapult options? Ooh, non-catapult options. Ooh, okay. A uh, few things I can think of. If you don't, if you're not into the catapult, and I understand mm-hmm. why you wouldn't be, because the first option, you die, right? Right, and the catapult might also... Oh, no might about it! No might about it! Yeah, yes. okay. Oh, yeah. And we're right. at the top of a mountain firing a catapult off of the yeah. mountain. That's a big drop. <laughs> Few survive. Yeah. And so what you want to know is how to leave Ruleshaven safely, I assume this, right? Maybe even healthier than I arrived. Healthier than you arrived? All right. Well, beggars can be choosers, it seems. Good on you. <laughs> so you are... Uh, what you're going to want to do... <laughs> I imagine... Uh, just just walking out isn't an option or you wouldn't have come see me, right? Yes, I, yes. I'm inferring y'all, you're, uh, you're wanted. You broke one of the, the laws right away, right? Well, I may, I, I may have accidentally performed some demon magic. I mean, who among us? Sure, sure. And also, uh, like my friend might be pursued by a witch hunter. I don't know. Sure, yeah. No, I, I got you. Look, I, all you need to know is you can't just walk out the front gate. If you can't just walk yeah. out the front gate, you could disguise yourselves. And then mm-hmm. walk up that way. Disguise yourselves as somebody else. Uh, you could destroy the bell. Would be I, I personally would love that. Now, what's, uh, what's this bell I keep hearing about? Because yeah, the I big hear, bell in the center of town. Yeah, like I hear it should never be rung. Ooh, the bell, well, <laughs> well, no, controversial here. It's the bell of laws. Uh, the uh-huh. bell of laws is the bell that, uh, um, it's basically the, uh, the, the, the stress point of all magic in Rules Haven. I see, I see. Number one rule in Rules Haven, right? Bell can't yeah. ring. Right. But if you break the first rule, all the other rules crumble. Uh, that's that's interesting, dude. You could ring the bell. You could sneak out. You could do the catapult and hope you just don't die. So I could ring the bell and then I could, like, cast all the demon magic I wanted? You do all, yeah, whatever you want. Or, like, have any affairs I chose? Oh, yes. Now, just so you know, you can have affairs in here. These rules do not apply inside. No, I get it. I get Rule it. Shaving. But in terms of, like, getting out of the city. Right, right. 
That's really interesting. Stir Fry is hanging back at the bar and he's watching this entire interaction and he's reading their lips. And then he's telling he's telling the rest of the crew everything from the lip reading that he is reading between Bellow and Little and Little Pile. Very effective storytelling tool there. Thank you. Yeah, so Cordelia, you are you're right next to the bathroom, but Stir Fry's just like relaying okay. all this information. Yeah, I yeah. want to hear this. Yeah, good, good. And so yeah, it looks like we, we could have we could commit adultery here if we wanted to, apparently. And what about the bell? Yeah, uh, so it looks like the bell can't be ringing. It's like sort of nexus. It's the center of a, of order, magic, and power. And if it and if it rings, then none of the other rules, uh, I guess, can be enforced. Which is that's, that's nice. I, was, I, was, I wonder what key, I, wonder, I wish Bella would ask what key it is. It's like, is it what? Is it an A? Is it an e? So, uh, so little, little is my name. Being medium's my game. Yeah. I'm not concerned about what key the bell is in, but you did say something interesting because that's so that explains what happens if you ring the bell. But you mentioned breaking the bell. Well, ringing the bell would probably break the bell. It's an old bell. Oh, and here's my follow up. If I rang the bell, let's say I did, would I then get to make new rules? God, I would hope not. But yes, you could. Wow. I mean, rules are what got us into this mess in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Is it pretty easy to get to get to that bell, huh? It's pretty... Uh, no! <laughs> oh. Especially not for me. Just, just, you know, I heard the tone and the voice. Remember, I can't leave the town. If I do, I die. Oh, yeah, no, I, that's fair. But if I... It would be pretty easy for me to ring that bell, right? Like, I could just, like, buy... Like, do they do tours? Of the bell? Yeah. No, the bell is guarded under lock and key. Um, Albie, uh, pulls, she sort of tugs on stir-fry and she says, do you think that we could, like, swivel the catapult and use the catapult to reach the bell from inside? Rule shaven slash Danica Town? I mean, that seems, I'm just letting you, I'm not a part of the conversation, that seems like a good idea, Albie. Do you want to go up and, do you want to go up and ask, or should we ask, ask Belly? I mean... I'm only relaying information. I'm doing that Kenku job of relaying information. We're going to cut now to the bathroom. Cordelia, you uh, you have made it to the bathroom, and uh, it is, uh, uh, it's a bar bathroom. Okay, she's she's in a stall, and she's done. Um, but she's taking an extra minute to, like, um, freak out. She's freaking out. And she's using the time alone to just, like, breathe really mm-hmm. deeply and... Uh, she looks around and she sort of shakes her hand and she um, puts her face in her hands and then, you know, runs her fingers through her hair, realizes she still has oil in her hair, runs her hand against the wall and sort of like tries to get her breathing under control. Yeah. Junior's going to appear on your shoulder. <gasps> what seems to be the trouble, sugar? <sighs> um, <laughs> hey, it's good to see you. Um, well, I'm in a, I'm in a tight spot. I should say so. This stall is not designed for Sasquatches. No, Junior, I just meant, um, uh, so we're in Rules Haven, and I think we have to get out. Cheddar said I had to get out of here, like, now. Um, but I, uh, you know, it sounds like we're getting to a plan of how to get out, but we're not out, and I'm scared that... Like, I don't, I don't know. It, there, there could be a million reasons why we have to leave, but I just feel like the witch hunter's the scariest. Sure, so sure. So I just keep picturing that, and it's it's terrifying me. And and you I, you trust Cheddar? What? And you trust Cheddar? Aren't, wait. Should I not? 
You, Cheddar sent me to work. Look, I'm not saying don't trust Cheddar. I'm just checking the temperature. You trust Cheddar? I do. I am ultimately aligned with myself. I'm aligned with you because I have to be. Yeah. I'm in favor of you. <laughs> I've never doubted it until this moment. <laughs> oh, well, maybe, you know, don't take me for granted. But, you know, there you go. I don't. I'm sorry. Is there something that you need? <laughs> no, I'm just a little shit. Oh. Hey, Cora, do you need me to make something up out there? They they noticed you were in here a while. Ugh. Are you okay? Yeah, I, I'm okay. I just, I just need, like, one more minute. Oh, yeah. Um, Elby just sort of stands by the sinks and looks in the mirror to see if she can, like, tell if Cordelia is really okay. Are you, like, looking between the slats of the stool? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> No. Okay, Cordelia takes uh, one Junior's going to whisper you and say, I think she's looking. <laughs> Shush. What? I'm just um, See, I'm looking out for you. Cordelia's going to smooth the front of her uh, her mass murderer three-piece suit and then step out of the stall with sort of a sigh and step up to um, step up to Albie and then she washes her hands really well. Oh, you got some of the black off your hair. Yeah, I, I rubbed it on the I rubbed it on the wall, but then. Do you want me to try to fix it? Yeah, can you try and fix that? Um, Albie sort of is trying to like comb some of the the black grease through her hair. Um, and she's like, you know, it's funny. Your hair almost looks like hot Roddy's. <laughs> really, kind of hears it, but she's just sort of enjoying being pet. <laughs> and then she drops her forehead to Albie's shoulder. Um, Albie, uh, Albie blushes again, and she just sort of, like, pats Cordelia, the back of Cordelia's head, and just, like, lets her rest there. Does she see Junior, by the way? Uh, Junior, as soon as Cordelia walked out of the stall, Junior disappeared. Okay, yeah, she just stands there, and she lets Cordelia rest her head. This sucks. I feel like I'm putting every, I'm putting everybody in danger. It's going to be okay. We all are with you because we want to be. Remember the mountaintop? You guys were there for me. Yeah. You know, I think we're all in this together till the end, pretty much. Except hopefully not Hot Roddy. God, I said I the know, worst the thing. I said Why the worst thing us? to Bello, to- and Bello totally thought I was a monster. What was the worst thing? He I has asked to know if that- we could kick him out, and then I pretended I wasn't asking that, Should but I-, I really was. Cordelia's really first. quickly, really, you guys don't see this, really quickly, the door creaks open, Hot Roddy was about to walk in, he heard that. Uh, he looks down, <laughs> closes the door. No! Okay. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you didn't see, you didn't creep. notice, though. Okay. Um, a shiver runs down Cordelia's <laughs> spine, regardless. Oh, hey! It's okay! Ugh. I'm gonna... Uh, I'll be, like... I'll be sort of, like, takes Cord's, um, face in her hand and, like, lifts her eyes to Albie's eye level. Cordelia's doing sort of an exaggerated frown. <laughs> and Albie's squishing her cheeks. Mm. And she's just like, I'm gonna protect you, okay? I promise. Cordelia leans in forehead to forehead. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, here's this thing, Frederick. I, I, you just, are you going to have, you just, you, 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 you look, you look, you look good now. I'm proud of you for that. 
Frederick, and but I, but I just, I, I, I personally feel that you don't, you don't, you know, you've never really fully given, you know, I did a lot of things for you. Do you want, do you want, can we have another one, please, Rangoon? Can we have another no, no, one? No, 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 he'll have a water. He'll just, have a simple water. He's had. He's been overserved. No, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me what to do. Uh, Rangoon is gonna say the water is a filthy. Here's another beer. Because uh, I just, I do, I do. I mean, you're, you're devout me. I do. I love you, man. I, uh, I do. But you, you right. make it, you make it hard sometimes to like. Uh, oh, is this? Oh, is this? What is it? What is this? What is this one? Uh, oh, that's a beer. Yeah, well, ew, this one's deep. All from the same tap. Oh, whoa. <laughs> huh. I guess my taste... I guess my taste... Chill. I guess my taste changed a little bit. But what What was I saying? Frederick, what was I saying? What was I saying? What was I saying, Frederick? You were saying I look handsome again. You do! Your eyes! Stir fry looks straight in the eyes. Your eyes! <laughs> I can see them with such clarity. It, it's very. It, 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 Stir fry. It appears that you've had a lot you want to get off your chest, but I refuse to speak to you when you're in this stat. I'm good. I'm actually. I'm not. What are you trying to? What are you you're trying not to say? going to remember this conversation in the I'm, morning. I try. I get a keen memory. Here, I can, here's I can, what we're going to do. All right, uh, listen. Yes, yes. I'm going to write a little note on your hand. Give me your hand. Okay. Oh. <gasps> and, he, and he writes a little note that says, talk to Frederick about problems in mourning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, okay. And yeah. in the meantime, enjoy yourself. We're, it sounds like we're definitely going to be riding a catapult out of town. So you never know the next time uh, you, you'll get to enjoy another Beer. Yeah, 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 you're right. Okay, yeah, you're, you're, you're okay. You're okay. You're you okay. know what? I'll have I'll have one, too. On me! On me, Rango! One for my friend! One for my friend! Frederick and always me! Uh, Cordelia walks out of the bathroom and rejoins them. Cordelia's in the building! <laughs> hey, stir fry. Bella was still speaking to Little Pile. So, mm-hmm. like, that bell, that's... Is that bell in, like, a low place? Like, a deep basement? Buddy, I love you. I gotta say, I absolutely oh, cool, love you. I Your love you vibe. too. No, it's... It is good. I... God. Oh! No, it's in a tall place. It is in a tall place. What? Oh, cool. That Tallest way place you can in hear. town. So when I ring it, like, everyone's gonna hear. Yes, that's the idea. You know what? I'm having an, a completely original thought. What if we, like... Angled that catapult towards where that bell is, and then we could get there super easy. He like looks down at the air. Yeah, I mean, that is definitely one way to do it. Oh, sick! You guys, Bello turns to his friends. You guys, I just had an incredible idea. I was gonna ask if we could. Uh... No, you go ahead. <laughs> oh, me. Yeah, yeah. I'll be with saying this, oh, Bello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking. You know how like. You know how, like, there's that catapult that sends you out of town? Albie nods. Well, I heard about this bell that could also uh, help us get out of town. But what if we took the catapult and used it to fly at That's the bell? fly towards the bell, right? That's yeah. what I was thinking. And Albie oh goes for a high five. Oh, my God, that's a great idea. 
Uh, high five. LB high fives Bello. Bello high fives back. Bellethion. Yeah. This is a fine plan, but there are logistics we should work out to avoid injury and to ensure accuracy. We don't want to fling our body directly past the cursed bell. I've been thinking about just that, and my answer involves pillow suits. Pillow suits. Uh, okay, well... Yeah, um, it, it, it would... It would the, the, the cushion... It would, uh, cushion? I, I, I feel and like I know maybe... what you're asking. I know what you're gonna. Th- I know what you're gonna say, and you're gonna say, "Well, yeah, that'll take care of the impact." But then we want to actually. We want to. want to get there. Yeah. yeah. So we attach suction cups to the pillow suits. Okay. I think maybe. Maybe there's another way to do this. There might be a magical solution. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. A magical solution. I don't personally know the spells, but there are ones that can increase your body's resistance to harm. Bark skin, iron skin. Perhaps if someone in town was selling scrolls, or we could hire the services of a... Ugh. A more advanced wizard than myself who knows it. And then (gasps) as far as um, the impact, you could also do a feather fall. That would allow you to fall slower. And um, perhaps a, a... you know, there's there's all sorts of spells for accuracy, you know, true sight and so on and so forth. Wow, okay. Um, Albie turns to uh, Little Pile. Mm-hmm. She says, hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm Albie. I'm Little Pile. I was wondering if you had any leads on the sort of magical resources that Mr. DeBonesy was talking about just now. Spell scrolls and the such? Mm-hmm. Or a talented wizard. Well, I don't know the scrolls, but I do know a talented wizard. Um, what's what's their name? Uh, well, her name... <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong by saying they. No, I know you right. didn't. <laughs> I'm well, just, somebody met a sphinx. I'm just... <laughs> so, yes, I, I have... I, I've, I've been hearing all about... Examining one's biases? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, did you guys hear about the, the riddle guy? We heard, we heard. We were there! Dude, Albie is riddle guy. Um, I, I pull my... I pull Ivan's ripped up hoodie like partially out of my bag to show and then and get kind of sad but I, sorry i pull ivan's hoodie partially out of my bag to show little pile excited and then i um look at it and get uncomfortable and put it back in my bag and put my bag on my back wow what a loaded moment yeah but that's a <laughs> wait i'm sorry you guys were at riddle guy yeah there was Albie a bridge wa- collapse. People are stuck on the other end of that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we, we, we left a little early. We wanted to beat the rush. That that feels like an infrastructure thing more than an us thing. Yeah, and now they're creating a caveat about the bridge thing. The bridge thing was totally <laughs> us, Rangoon. Yeah, that was that was that was our thing. But they're 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 they're, they're Rangoon is gonna he's gonna say oh, the individuals cannot be held responsible for the infrastructure problems. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. That's a pretty good Can I have another one of these, whatever they are? Beer. Every time it's beer. <laughs> yeah, get rid of it. This one tastes different than the last one. It's because you're getting <laughs> drunker. Stir fry. <laughs> Can I taste that? Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. You can have a taste. A taste for a taste. <laughs> I love you. You're like my sister. You're like, you <laughs> she get it. wraps her arm around his shoulder and just takes the beer and does not give it back to him. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. You, you, you saved my life. It's just, you're the, yeah. She yeah. kisses him on the forehead. 
Uh, I, mom, ooh. Whoa, <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, that wasn't me. That was John, yeah. Next to you, a bar stool sort of turn. you hear the, like, of a, a bar stool sort of being pulled out, and a beautiful woman with a badass haircut. Uh, uh, she, uh, she turns to you, and she says, Whoa, party fell. <laughs> Um, hi, uh, party foul. Who fouled whose party? I wouldn't do that to a party. The Kenku. Oh, that's our friend Stir Fry. Right, I could tell he's your friend and not your son, so it was weird that he called one of you mom. (laughs) It was. Whoa, Stir Fry. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta reel it in, bro. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. I'm not here to judge. Yeah, no, don't, yeah, no one could judge, yeah, no one judges me, man. Sturf, Sturf. What's up? Hey, hey, just like, focus up real quick, okay? Adopt me. (laughs) Dude, not now, okay? Okay, yeah, what's up? She's gonna wave her hand and stir fry. You feel a, can you make actually a wisdom roll for me? Sure. I'm so excited. Um, let's see. I love magic. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it in. Uh, 14. Got a 14. 14? Not gonna yeah. be enough. You feel a wave of, uh, of just peace. It's just like you, if somebody just manually took a deep breath for you. Yeah. Bonjour. Hey. Bonjour to you. You yeah. wouldn't happen to be Ramona, would you? No, I wouldn't. Because I'm Ramona Didi. <gasps> That's the Ramona I meant. I'm so sorry. My name's Bello. My name's Albie. Well, and those are the two of you with names, I guess. <laughs> DeBonesby turns. DeBonesby like straightens out his collar, and he turns around and he says, "Hello, my name is Frederick DeBonesby, and I understand that you are an advanced mage of the arcane arts. It is a pleasure to meet a superior by reputation." She's gonna nod at you. She, you can tell that was tough for you. Good job. And uh, I'm Cordelia. We are looking for. Some magical help. We want to take down the bell in the middle of Rules Haven. Well, that makes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of us. <laughs> oh, great. So you're in. Well, I was also pointing to uh, that dwarf I noticed had been hanging out with you guys. He's He uh, is legally my father. And we don't consult him about most of our decisions. Yeah. Gotcha. So you're in? Well, in is a big word. What do you need from me? As far as we got with planning so far is that we can maybe rotate the catapult that sends people off the mountain to instead fly us towards the bell. But we, of course, want to avoid crashing into tiny bits against the bell. So Mr. DeBonesby here had suggested maybe some kind of like magical armoring or or maybe we could just do something. <laughs> Please, we don't have to talk about what what I specifically said. Blunt instruments. Blunt instruments by a, 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 a student mage. There was a time when I could have crafted anything. Hey, no. Mr. DeMosby, you you know stuff. Yeah, no, you're good. That's a good idea, actually. It's an exciting idea. I like the way you think. Oh, 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 all right. Well, then I was thinking about, um, yes, um, magical armor and perhaps um, some sort of way to uh, aid aiming the catapult uh, and the catapulted parties towards the bell. And then, of course, perhaps um, a, a simple spell, I'm sure, for you, madame, uh, a, a feather fall just for the way down. On all of you? Frederick, what do you, what do, you do? 
for the day. Yeah, on all of us, Sturf. What's it? Sturf, hey, have you noticed all of the hats in this room? <gasps> no, I haven't. Sturf, right, it is like you are seeing in color for the first time. There is nothing but hats in this room. Tall hats, short hats, hint, skinny hats, novelty hats, hats with a fake ponytail on the back. What? Well, uh, one, two, three, four, five. Bello turns back to Ramona. So yeah, it would be all it would be all of us, yeah. Although I guess wait, let's game this out. So let's say all of us get in the cat how big is is the catapult big enough for all seven of us? <laughs> yeah. Look, I say this with a lot of affection. You're coming to me for spells. Seems like you're coming to me for strategy. I got other stuff today. <laughs> well, okay, but you have all you all hate the bell, right? I don't love the bell. Well, so you just, I mean, I didn't I, grow we, up came here. In, we came in here and everyone was singing about how much they hate the bell. So I sort of feel like people must have gamed this out before. Sure, people hate the bell. People try to do this before. I won't lie to you. People have tried to use the catapult to fling themselves at the bell. It hasn't worked. Hasn't worked because well, they missed. They didn't aim it right. Okay. Look, a lot of people don't come in here. When people of this town try to leave, they die. Right. We don't have a lot of options on getting to this bell. We're not dumb. We've tried before. We've tried different ways. It's, there's no getting around it. I can't well, undo if, the spells. If we ring the bell, the first, the first right. new rule we'll make yes. is free passage in and out of Danica Town. I'm just sort of defending the people of Rulshaven here for a second who are not dummies and who have tried stuff before. We don't get a lot of visitors coming in trying to ring the bell. You understand why we haven't tried Ramona, this. Ramona, Dee, we, we didn't mean any offense. Oh, yeah. I, I was, I simply wanted to honor the efforts of the people who have already tried to do this by not repeating what's already been tried. Ramona, Dee, it has been made clear what happens to a resident of Rule Shaven when they try to leave. We could be your liberators. Sure. I'd hurry. Why? Well, you become a resident after a certain number of hours here. How many hours? Two and a half. Two and a half? How long have we been here? I don't know. I didn't. We, we did go on that pub crawl. But it was really fast. Yeah, it was a fast pub crawl. Uh, Benetheon. Yeah, dude. I understand that you have studied uh, druidic. Mm-hmm. Yes? Mm-hmm. Can you do anything about pure frying, stir fries, alcohol-laced blood? <laughs> Hey, Sturf. Hey. Uh, hey, buddy. What's up? You are... I just want to say you're a really good <laughs> friend. <laughs> I just want to say you're a good friend. And and he's going to put he's gonna put a hand on Sturfry's shoulder, and as he does, I cast Healing Word. And Joe, what is that word? That word is, <laughs> you're a good friend. What? You ready for this mission? Oh, yeah, dude. Yes. What's that? Yeah, yes. you're going to fly, my man. What? I'm gonna fly? In the catapult. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can I can do that, yeah. Okay, cool. Now, Stir Fry's like, okay, uh, playing around with his Running, let's go, we're, we're moving. Ramona, we're doing this, come on. Yeah, it works for me. Just now, I, I got a thing at 11. 
Ramona leads you through the narrow, haphazard streets of Danica Town, racing against time. The shadows on the ground, nature's clock, grow smaller as the sun continues its climb noonward. Danica ducks and weaves under clotheslines and over uneven cobblestones. Cordelia, your foot catches a loose cobblestone, and you feel something soft smush underneath the loose stone. There's no time to investigate. Maybe it was a horse turd, or maybe it was a cobblestone-sized human. For narrative clarity, I'll say it was the human. Two glass movers block the street up ahead as they carry a large plate of glass from one side of the street to the other. Ramona Didi charges straight through the glass as you all gulp and follow through. The glass doesn't break, but rather ebbs and flows, allowing you through. Fake glass, Ramona says under her breath, although I prefer to call it weird air. Before you can ask 1,000 questions I'm not interested in answering, you arrive at the biggest catapult any of you have ever seen, unless your backstory involves a trip to a catapult museum, in which case, this is merely one of the bigger ones you've ever seen. Still, pretty fucking big. It is facing away from the town, and uh, there's a large line of people uh, waiting to use it. They have trash, they have junk, uh, mm-hmm. and you can see uh, each person, they'll put, it's, it's big. You could easily, comfortably fit uh, six people. And uh, uh, people are just sort of, they'll dump their trash into it, they pull the cord, and they let it slip, they let it fly, and that trash just goes flying out. <laughs> over the mountain into the sky. Whoa. That's pretty cool shit. Big line of about 15 people waiting to use it, and Ramona Didi is going to just sort of walk to the front of the line. Yes, there's no lines in around here. Come on, that's a rule, baby. This guy gets it. <laughs> Out of the way, we're cutting. Uh, people, you just hear murmurs of like, well, I gotta respect that. This is rule shaven after all. <laughs> is there yeah. someone manning the catapult? Um, yeah, there is like, uh, there are uh, two guys in like executioner hoods who stand by the catapult. Yeah. Huh? Are they like, they're cool with, they're cool with LB moving it around? Uh, one of them, when you start moving it, says, uh, whoa, hey, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Any tips on, like, does this thing favor the, favor a direction or do I need to account for the wind? You know, we're kind of in a, we're on a mountain. Yeah, a lot of wind. She veers to the left a little. Okay, okay, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> because it lists to the left, LB is going to uh, tilt it more towards the right ever so slightly. One of the executioners turns to the other and says, just like my politics. <laughs> oh, that's a surprise. Anyway. Yeah, well, <laughs> you were wrong um, to overestimate me. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ramona Didi... As Albira adjusts the aim of the catapult, how would you suggest using uh, magic to help her aim true? You had that great idea about the armor and the feather fall. Look, I... <laughs> I mean, that's two out of three, and I must admit I am lower in class and stature than you. Oh, only temporarily. <laughs> I'm studying very hard. Lower in stature, maybe. There's no way you're lower in class. Oh, I'm... Uh, Stir fry leans to, to Cordelia. <laughs> Frederick's really embarrassing himself right now. <laughs> Stirfry, you called me mom. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> what? what? I did? What are you talking about? I did. That was a joke. Cordelia turned back. Stirf, Stirf, you earnestly asked me to adopt you. No, that was a joke. No, I didn't do I don't remember that. That was a joke. It's cool, buddy. It's cool. It's cool. We're letting it go, but just like, be cool. Wait, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh. No, dude, it's fine. Don't dwell on it. We're, we got to do this. Oh, no. I need you to focus up, dude. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. Great. Thank you. Send me over! Catapult me! 
Well, Renoni Dee Dee, I confess, the only thing I can think of is a simple cantrip of True Strike. I don't know it at the moment, but I do remember it existing. She has like a sword scabbard with nothing in there, and she pulls a scroll out. She hands it to you. She goes, this one's on the house. Fuck them up. Oh, thank you. Albira, I'm going to help you aim. Oh, that's great. And he starts uh, speaking the incantation out loud, reading along, uh, whipping his fingers around into the air, and then pop, points a finger at Albi uh, to give her the power of true strike. Albi's going to make a slight adjustment to the positioning. She she just sort of like opens her dry mouth and says in a dry voice, I'm really nervous. Albie, you got this. Thanks, fellow. Um, does everyone want to get in? Ah, wait. Let's not forget our spells that will protect us after, you know, when we, you know, hit the the bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dee Dee, or sorry, Ramona Dee Dee's going to say, yeah, it's going to come in handy. And she pulls her long leather glove, her elbow length leather gloves off, and she sort of cracks her knuckles. Uh, Ramona oh, yeah. Dee Dee, she's going to wave one hand and then bring it quickly into a fist, and you feel all of your natural armors raised temporarily. Ooh. Oh. Mmm, that's rigid. Uh, she chuckles a little. She goes, really fucked up prank if you ever want to do it is do that to a guy who's about to go into surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Ramona Didi, you're pretty cool. Oh, man. You should go join these pranksters we met. Where do you think I came from originally? <gasps> oh! With her left hand, she sort of gently, like somebody uh, just gently sort of like putting a, a hand out a car window and feeling the breeze. She just sort of moves it to the side and uh, you all feel slightly lighter. Yeah, that's right. That's the way Featherfall works for me because I homebrewed it. And she turns to the camera and says, everything in this world is homebrewed. Shut up. All right. We're ready to go. Well, um. I suppose a few minutes ago I set a plan and then it turned out to be implemented, so we should get in the catapult now. Yeah, there's no time to waste. If we wait any longer, we could become residents. Oh, wait, Albie, if you're going to launch the catapult, how will you get out of Danica Town? We can't leave you behind. I was just, I was, um, I hadn't thought of, I was just going to... Hit the Hot Roddy steps for He says, you're just going to get in the catapult. What do you mean? I mean, I'm going to be the one to let it slip. Oh. Roddy. Don't Roddy me. You haven't earned that. I'm Hot Roddy. Roddy. You're right. I'm sorry. No, you're not. You all hate me. Just go. Thank you. Hey. You are, you've earned it. Thank you for doing this, man. You are legally my father. Yeah. Hell yeah, I am. Stir-fry helps everyone onto the catapult, and then he hops in himself. Okay, we're ready. Hey, Hot Roddy. Not interested. <laughs> he's just going to grab the uh, <laughs> grab the lever, and he's going to look at all you guys and say, By the way, I didn't learn shit. I was always this cool. Hmm, what you want for nothing? A rubber biscuit? do 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 And he's going to pull on the lever. There is a split second 
where nothing happens. You are suspended in air before. Whoosh, we're going! Oh, baby, that wind is just flying towards you! The whole city, all of Rule Shave and Danica Town, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it just starts shrinking down below you and you start disappearing. You are moving up high, much higher than you thought you were going to be moving. You are not moving directly at the bell. You are moving up. This is a big arc. You are going up and then you are going to be falling down. The city gets smaller and smaller. You look out at the entire Switchblade Mountain. It's just getting smaller and smaller. You move up into space. You see the entire labyrinth of all of the roads that led up to Rule Shave. You the surrounding towns you can beginning to, you can see the beginnings of the trash lands off in the distance you can see in the other direction as you are heading farther and farther you are over a thousand fucking feet into the air right now as you can see trees you can see mountains you are up there you can feel the uh, the the oxygen is getting thinner and thinner and thinner and you see a tiny greasy little speck flipping you the bird Quite the rude tale, indeed. That was Ali Fisher as Cordelia, Carly Monardo as Albie, Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby, Tim Platt as Stir Fry, Joe Lepore as Bello, and Branson Reese as Everything and Everyone Else. Rude Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore, that fortunate horse. He sounds nice. With additional sound design by Michael Gelfie, and with the infinite dark beneficence of Sidney and Benjamin Paul. See you next time, Lady Traveler, when you most desire even more rude tales of magic. That was a HeadGum Podcast.